One of the most common areas of frustration I hear when I start working with a new client is, I don't have enough time, or there just aren't enough hours in the day to get everything done. And their typical solution is trying to be more efficient and trying to get more done. And this is perhaps the worst strategy imaginable. Why is that? Stay tuned to find out. Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. I'd like you to picture a small business owner. We're going to call her Jill. Jill has about 10 to 12 employees. She loves her team. She loves what she does for a living. She loves being a business owner. She wouldn't trade her job with anyone. And she makes about 100 grand a year. And Jill also works about 60 hours a week. Maybe closer to 70 some weeks. She can't ever seem to really get away from the, or for that vacation. She can't really ever seem to get away for that four-day weekend when she wants to. She has to be available by phone nearly all the time in case there's a problem. She feels like her business owns her, like she's on a hamster wheel, constantly putting out fires, and she only seems to be treading water instead of moving forward or making real progress towards growing her business. As much as she loves her team, she can't really trust them to make decisions. She knows she has to be ready to step in at a moment's notice to resolve any issue. And she feels completely alone, even in her own company. Jill thinks the number one problem is not being able to get enough done. In a, not enough in a day, not enough in a couple hours, not enough in a week or a month. If she could only get enough done, she'd finally get over this hump and get past this phase. She'd finally be able to have a little bit of freedom. If she could only hire that right person. If she could only get enough people on board, get her team big enough, if she could just get the marketing figured out, then she would be able to have more time. Jill does not have many moments in the day where she's not worried about all the things she needs to get, needs to get done today or tomorrow or, or next week or by Friday or no later than noon tomorrow. She's almost always anxious or nervous because she has the whole weight of her company's success directly on her shoulders. And now let's picture another business owner. We're going to call her Susan. Susan also has 10 to 12 employees, also loves her team, loves what she does for a living, loves being a business owner, wouldn't trade jobs with anyone, and also makes about $100,000 a year. And Susan works about 45 hours a week, sometimes closer to 50. Susan takes at least two vacations per year. And she feels like even though she owns the company, she's part of a team of people who are all heading in the same direction all take ownership and, and of the results and the outcomes, all take initiative. Occasionally, like maybe once or twice a week, she gets a phone call because there's a problem that only she as a business owner can take care of. She feels like she's making more and more progress every month towards building her business. Other than the bumps in the road that come along with running a business, which are all, always going to be there, Susan is more or less relaxed and confident about being a business owner and about her business in general. 
She doesn't lose sleep over worrying about all she has to get done tomorrow, getting that right person hired, explaining to her husband and kids that she has to work late again, even though she promised last month she would stop working late. Those things are not an issue for Susan anymore. So what is the real difference between Jill and Susan? One of the most counterproductive and common mistakes I see in business owners is trying to get more done. What do I mean by this? If you look at Jill's strategy, which is common, I would say that nearly 100% of all the business owners I have seen, not just work with, but seen, go through this phase. And when I say 100%, I'm talking about myself as well. I remember vividly going through this phase, and it sucked. I didn't like it one bit. But the solution was counterintuitive. What I thought the solution was, what I thought would get me out of this, turned out to be the absolute worst thing to do. And that's what we're talking about today. So back to, uh, back to Jill. Her focus is getting more done, being more efficient, and waiting to delegate until that right thing, that big thing, or that super helpful next thing happens. Like getting more people on board, getting that key manager hired, getting this next big project done. Then I'll be able to start focusing on delegating. Her plan is to have more time because she saw... Uh, uh, solves an efficiency and produ- productivity problem. So if she was just more efficient and more productive, that would solve the problem. So she says things like, if there's just more hours in a day, I'd be okay. But what is it about Susan's strategy that's different than Jill's? Susan is not relying on being more efficient for herself. She's not hoping for that next big thing to happen, which will magically allow her to start delegating. Susan started delegating like a year ago because her strategy is not to get more done her strategy is to have less to do. Now, I can hear what you're thinking right now because I've heard this literally hundreds of times now. But Brian, you don't understand. I really can't delegate as much as I would love to. My team just isn't ready. I just can't trust them with certain things. There's certain things I just have to do. You don't get it, Brian. It's different for me. And all those things are true right up until you decide they're not true anymore. And because everyone says they are different and these things that I just said that it's different for me and the, and my team just isn't ready and I would love to, I just can't yet because everybody says that. I mean, literally everybody says that. It's not different. It's exactly the same as everybody else. Everyone goes through this until they reach their breaking point. Sometimes it's when they're so beat down, they just give up trying to maintain control of everything. And then the breakthrough happens. The catalyst is different for everyone. Maybe you just can't look at your kid in the eye one more time and tell them you can't make their baseball game. Maybe you're just not able to go through uh, or keep going without being able to get a decent night's sleep. Maybe you just reach a breaking point where you realize you can't be everywhere all the time. And you kind of have this moment where in your mind, you just throw your hands up and you're like, whatever happens, happens. I have to have some peace. Those moments are the catalyst for some folks. But the path and the outcomes are exactly the same. No matter what the catalyst is, the path and the outcomes are exactly the same. And here's how it goes. Nearly overnight, I mean within, sometimes it's literally overnight, like from one day to the next. Sometimes it takes a week or two, but it's very rapid. The mindset goes from, I need to get more done, I need to be more efficient, I need to be more productive so I can see more and oversee more things, to, I can't do all this. I can't have all this to do. I have to start working towards having less to do. I have to have fewer day-to-day tasks. I must have fewer decisions that only I can make. I must have fewer oversight responsibilities for these different uh, things that are going on. I must have fewer processes that count on my participation. I must have the ability to trust my team. 
And if I can't trust my team, I must put my energy and time into educating and training them so I can trust them rather than putting my energy and time into doing things that they currently cannot do. Those are the mindset shifts that happen rapidly. Again, sometimes overnight, sometimes within a couple of days, sometimes over a weekend, but these things happen dramatically and quickly. Everyone eventually comes to the conclusion that doing more is not the answer to growing. Doing less is the answer to growing, which again is very counterintuitive. And if you've heard me talk about stages of business, this is a very much a stage three problem. This is why, in my estimation, most businesses fail in stage three. Now, you've heard about how, you know, depending on which one you listen to, which study you listen to, 80% fail in two years, 80% fail in five years, 50% fail in two years, 50% fail in five years, whatever. This is one of the most crucial things that makes or break a company. Is the business owner deciding that doing less is better than being more productive to get more done? Doing less is the answer to growing. Eventually, there is no alternative. You have to choose what you want to control. You control. You can control the outcomes of each situation or process, or you can control the process of preparing people to make good decisions in each situation or process. Everyone who stays in business and continues to grow reaches this point. There is no exceptions to this. This point of uh, this line is reached where you just you either accommodate this reality in life or you, or you just go out of business. <laughs> There's really no other choice. Or you might reach a point where the business owner uh, can't see anything more and they're just like, okay, that's where the company's going to stop growing. You know, the, maybe, maybe they don't go out of business, but the, the business owner just says, I, I, this is my limit on how much I can do. I can only work 65 hours a week and therefore the company can't grow any, any further beyond that. In that case, the business owner's life will never get out of that anxiety, treading water, waiting for the catalyst to, to get me out of this phase. The, the business will never grow beyond that if the business owner does not come to the conclusion that doing less is the answer, not getting more done. So the obvious question is, well, how do I know when it's the right time for me to focus on having less to do instead of getting more done? Well, why did you hire your first employee? You hired your first employee because you couldn't get all the revenue-producing work done and do the other things you needed to do to grow your company. Why'd you grow, hire your next few employees? Same exact reason. Almost always the first few employees are doing the revenue producing work so the business owner can start to focus on other things. Maybe it's sales, maybe it's dispatching, maybe it's estimating, uh, a variety of things from buying equipment to vehicles to marketing to whatever. There's tons of things that have to be done besides the actual tasks that bring in the revenue. That is generally why business owners hire their first employees. So why did you hire the person who dispatches or assigns the jobs that need to be done? Because you couldn't dispatch and get all the other things done you needed to do to grow your company. Why did you hire your estimator or your salesperson? Because you couldn't do the estimating and sales and do the other things you needed to do to grow your company. Why did you hire a field supervisor? Because you couldn't supervise a team in the field and do the other things you needed to do to grow your company. It's the exact same process every single time. So what's the answer to the obvious question of, how do I know when it's time, the right time for me to, to focus on having less to do instead of getting more done? The answer is, it's the right time to focus on having less to do the moment you decide you want to grow your company from the size it is today to a larger size. That's the answer. There's no what if, there's no yeah, but, there's no as soon as, there's none of those things. It's the right time to focus on having less to do the moment you decide you want to grow your company from the size it is today to a larger size, period. 
if you want your company to stay the same size, then your efficiency and productivity might gain you more time. And if money is more important to you than time, and you don't want your business to grow, that might be a good solution. So hear me again. If you want your company to stay the same size it is today, and money is more important to you than time, meaning you're willing to put in the extra hours to make more money, then being more efficient and more productive might be the answer for you and your company. But if you want to grow, you must focus on having less to do instead of getting more done, period. So the first thing you got to do, obviously, is decide, do I want my company to grow or not? If the answer is yes, then all the things I've been talking about apply to you right now in this very moment, no matter what your situation. There is no exception to this. There's no, there's no time where it's, it, it, it's saying, yeah, but if I just hire this one next person, if I get this, if I just find the right su- uh, supervisor or manager, then I could start doing that. That's all BS. That's all a delay tactic because we don't want to give up control. <laughs> this is the exact same process for everyone. This is why I can be 100% confident in every situation. I can pinpoint exactly the, what, the, what the, the roadblock is because it's always the same. These, these things we say that if we could have the right number of people, if we just had more of this, if we had that solved, then we could do it. These are all delay tactics. These are all strategies to, to, to delay this uncomfortable, super uncomfortable decision we have to make, which is I can't control the outcome of every situation. I have to put my energy into preparing people to make good decisions and handle situations rather than putting my energy into being the one who makes a decision in every situation. And that is where the real challenge is. That is where the pain is. That is the point that business owners either either give up that control of each outcome and stop putting their energy and time, which is what requires them to work 60 to 70 hours a week, that time to be available to, to handle every outcome of every situation. It's only when you stop doing that and you start focusing on, I need to put my energy to prepare my people to make good decisions and handle curveballs that are thrown at them very well That's where my energy has to go, and that takes a lot less time. But you have to give up control of the outcomes. That is the problem. So the path is the same for everyone. You will stay in this mode until you don't or can't stay in this mode any longer. The only variable is the catalyst. It can be a pleasant catalyst or it can be a not-so-pleasant catalyst. And it's critical that we understand this. these These are very concrete black and white ideas. You will stay in this mode until you don't. That's just the way it is. The catalyst can be pleasant or not so pleasant. There's only four outcomes. You can consciously decide you will focus on having less to do before it gets too painful. That's one. The second is you will not consciously decide and you'll wait until you reach a breaking point and focusing on having less to do will more or less be decided for you. That's two. The third one is You'll reach a point in which you cannot control any more processes, but you're not willing to change what you control. And your company will stay the same size, and you'll forever be locked into having no time and tons of stress. You'll forever be locked into those long 60, 70-hour weeks and worrying about how much you're going to get done on your weekends, your evenings, while you're trying to sleep. That's the third one. And the fourth one is you'll shrink, sell, or close the company. Those are the only four outcomes when it comes to 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 changing our focus from getting more done, being more productive, being more efficient to I need to have less to do. 
When you decide to focus on having less to do, the path and the outcomes are exactly the same. Nearly overnight, like I said, the mindset goes from I need to get more done to I can't have all this to do. I have to start working towards having less to do. I must have fewer day-to-day tasks. I must have fewer decisions that only I can make. I must have fewer oversight responsibilities. I must have fewer processes that count on my participation. I must be able to trust my team. And if I can't trust my team, I must put my energy and time into educating and training them so I can trust them rather than putting my energy and time into doing things they currently cannot. Those are, those are either or situations. You either put your time and energy into doing things that they cannot forever, or you put your time and energy into preparing them so that you can trust them to handle those situations and processes. Everyone eventually comes to the conclusion that doing more is not the answer to growing. Eventually, there is no alternative. You just have to choose what you want to control. You can control the outcomes of each situation or process, or you can control the preparation of your people to make good decisions in each situation or process. So the obvious question is, how do I know when it's the right time for me to focus on having less to do instead of getting more done? Well, again, why did you hire your first employee, your next few employees, the person who dispatches or assigns the jobs, the estimator or salesperson, the field supervisor? It's the exact same process every time. In every case, you hired someone to delegate tasks and decisions to because you couldn't do the work that they do now and also do the other things that would grow your company. So what's the answer to the obvious question of how do I know when it's the right time to meet for me to focus on having less to do instead of getting more done? The answer is always the same. It's the right time to focus on having less to do the moment you decide you want to grow your company from the size it is today to a larger size. And this is one of those things that we can, we can kick it around as many times and in, in many ways we want to. We do not change the fact that the answer is always the same. The situations, the variables, the catalyst change, that's it. The path is always the same. You will continue to hit your head against this wall until you decide not to. And that's just the plain fact of it. And hopefully you will do it in a not so painful way. Hopefully you'll do it before it gets to be unbearable. The path is the same. The only difference is the the catalyst and the variables. And when I say variables, meaning the exact situation, the moment you just come to this conclusion, that's the only difference. There's no exception to, well, you have this person hired a manager, then they got it figured out. That wasn't the reason. The reason was because they decided they didn't have to control every outcome and make every decision. They decided not to put their energy into that. They decided to put their energy into training people and preparing them to make good decisions and handle curveballs being thrown at them. So this is one of the most important things for people to to recognize is there, there are no exceptions. And this is the path. This is, this is one of the most important reasons that businesses either make it or don't. Because we're only human. We're just one person. We can't do everything. Imagine trying to run a company that has 12 people and you got rid of like nine of the revenue producing people. Like it's the same thing. You can't do everything. Your task has to be to do less of what is currently done so you can focus on doing more of what needs to be done. That is the answer to growing. And there is no alternative. I wish there was. Sorry. This is just the way it is. So uh, the good news is once this epiphany happens, and I didn't, I didn't really plan to talk about this, but I'm going to. Once this epiphany happens, your life overnight gets immensely easier. You go through this phase of, of a couple of weeks or a couple of months where 
it, it's really scary and you're, you have chosen to give up control of every outcome and you've chosen to give to gain control of the preparation of teaching your people how to get ready for these outcomes and make good decisions. That for a couple weeks or a couple months is scary. But once you get through that, I'm not kidding you, your life gets easier in a way I can barely describe. The amount of stress that just melts away is immeasurable. The quality of sleep and the quality of your life is dramatically better. And this is where people have this major epiphany. This is the people you see that are working 40 hours a week and seem to have it all under control. And they they can take Wednesday afternoons off and go golfing. They can take a four-day weekend off whenever they want. Those people have gone through this. That's the only difference is they've, they've chosen to take this path. Sometimes because they want to, sometimes because the life forced them to. That's the only difference. The catalyst is the only difference. So anyhow, that's what we're talking about this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you haven't had a chance yet, uh, please share this podcast with a friend or colleague who is a business owner in a service industry. And if you're listening on Spotify, especially, if you could give us a rating review, that would be awesome. We don't have any reviews on Spotify yet. We have quite a few on Apple. Um, but Spotify is becoming the number one place people listen. So if you're listening right now, and you're on listening on Spotify, pretty please with sugar on top. I'm talking to you. Take a minute and a half after this is done and just leave a quick review and a five-star rating. That would be awesome. I would really appreciate that. And again, if you have business owners, uh, friends uh, in service industries, you know, contractors, auto repair shops, CPA firms, bookkeeping uh, places, uh, companies, IT service providers, home service providers like carpet cleaners and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, landscapers, all those kinds of service related uh, industries. That's who we're talking to. If you have friends in those industries who are business owners, please pass this along. I'd really appreciate that. And I hope you all have a great week and I will see you all next week.